Welcome to episode 22 of the Dads Only Fly podcast. We are so excited you are joining us again. Before we dive into episode 22, we just want to give a big shout out to everyone who has continued to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And tonight we want to give a special shout to Mr. Carter Shook. Carter left us a review. He said, great podcast for anyone, whether you fish or not, there is something for you in this show. These guys are not afraid to tell their secrets and want everyone to be able to enjoy fishing like they do. And they have lots of original ideas as well. Carter, we really appreciate that review, and thanks for helping get the word out about Dads on the Fly. And because you left us a review, we're going to send you a free sticker, so be on the lookout, Carter. We're going to reach out to you, get your address. we got a free Dads on the Fly sticker headed your way. Thanks for that review. If you leave us a review, we'll send you a free sticker as well. So thanks to everyone that continues to help us get the word out. We're really excited tonight for episode 22 of Dads on the Fly. So here we go. Welcome, everyone, to episode 22, Dads on the Fly podcast. I am here tonight with my brother, Caleb Simmons, and I am Joshua Simmons. Caleb, how are you doing tonight? I am awesome, man. We have had a fun week, even though we haven't got on the water. We've done a lot of fly fishing-related things. It's been a good week. We've talked maybe more about fly fishing this week than we have when we weren't fishing. That's very true. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, let's start with everybody. Let's update with everybody what we've been doing. what's going on in Dads on the Fly. What is happening? It's been pretty cold here this week. It has been very cold. Been a little wet. Been a lot, a lot of rain. Yeah, so but more cold than fishing. rain. Yeah, we had like that kind like of snowstorm. We had a little, a little snow. Yeah, it was like three inches. Maybe they got more inclined than they did here. We had a little snow. Mm-hmm. And one thing, when I was riding around the day after the snow, I think the next time it snows, we need to go float a river we, in the snow. Oh, I thought you were about to say we need to like take the boat sledding. I was like, absolutely it's no, no, no. <laughs> because like. The snow makes the sides of the river so freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, awesome. it's gorgeous. So we got to do that. If, if we get a big snow. If we get a big snow. And the roads are clear enough to get to the, the river. the roads are clear. Some sunshine. And the weather's not we just need some sunshine. 20 degrees. We just need some sunshine. Because <laughs> that's going to suck to be out there in the water in 20 degree weather. No, as long as the islets aren't. As long as we. Oh, if, it, if you get like a 40 degree day, right? Yeah. After a after good snow, snow. That'd be good. You can make it happen. Yeah, that would be a be fun trip. That would be fun. Everything will be looking we'll nice. Let's plan that out. We'll do it. Let's do it. So what have we been doing? Okay, so we... Uh, what did we do during the snow? Well, here's what we did. We found out that this... Uh, I saw a picture on Instagram, I think. Maybe Facebook. Uh, and I was like, that dude has our boat. Like, he, he had a river as well. Yeah. So big shout out to uh, David. Uh, he got in touch with me and uh, sent me a video because I was noticed on his boat had some sweet rod holders. Yeah. But they were definitely homemade DIY rod holders, right? Mm-hmm. So I sent you the video, and you kind of got stoked about it. Oh, yeah. Well, we know that was one thing we needed for the boat right now. We need some rod holders. We didn't. That was always, especially while I'm rowing, like, I was always super conscious of where the rods were, what was going on. Just always very scared because did not want one of those to, I mean, our rods are kind of the most important tool we have out there. So always trying to be careful to make sure nothing fell out going over a rapid or something like that. Yeah. So I sent you the video. He sends, David sends me the YouTube video that he used mm-hmm. to modify from that video. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we always have Reese with us as always tonight. Oh, yeah. Reese's, she's, she's Reese's lab. presence known. Yes. 
the and lab. and uh, you got kind of stoked about it. And all of a sudden, you show up like what day was it? Thursday? Uh, yeah, Thursday. Wednesday. I don't know. It's like early in the well, week. I, I grabbed that. We sent the video to Dad. Yeah, you had a like, <laughs> And I was like, Dad, we're going to Lowe's this afternoon. Kind of had like a me moment. You just went for I it. I did, man. Yeah. Well, that's just something I really wanted. And then when I found out we didn't have to pay four hundred fifty dollars for some rod holders, it ended up being we ended up paying fifty dollars yeah, <laughs> for so all you, the materials. You go get the materials, <laughs> and uh, we had a little craft session down in the basement. That's what our wives like to call it. Little dads on the fly crafts. DIY session with the dads on the fly. And we have, we have successfully two right built two rod holders. Yeah. We can build the other two we want The other two are coming. Yeah. But we successfully did it. Waiting on the straps to be able to strap them in good. And uh, hopefully they'll be coming in on Amazon. I need to right. check that order. We're going to put a little paint on them. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to yeah, we're gonna paint ours. We'll paint them up. And we're going to have a four. We're going to have a way to put four rod hold, rods, unholders on the boat. We're, yep. we're, it's a pretty cool deal. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun to be able to make our own stuff like that. That was pretty cool. And we did a pretty good job. We only had to second guess ourselves uh, yeah. <laughs> three or four times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we got some. We, we, did we our, learned a valuable lesson. You know, measure. What is the rule? When well, the rule stuff? is always measure, measure, measure twice, twice, cut, cut once. once. <laughs> but we we cut it right. We just decided we. We're, After we're, we cut it, we were like, ah, oh, we should have made them a little bit longer. We're gonna make them a little bit longer on the other side. <laughs> That's all right, but, dude. It was a very, very integral process. We did we did a good job. Yeah. And uh, and so that was like Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Friday afternoon, we uh, took a trip to the fly shop. Yes, sir. Uh, big shout out, as always, to our guys over at Tuck CG Fly Shop. Tuck Fly Shop. Great uh, place to go check out. Waynesville, North local. Carolina. Waynesville, location. Silva. And Silva. Bryson and Bryson City, City has yeah. a location, yeah. We're not going to even get paid for this. We no, should, we're just we throwing, them, throwing just, them a big line here. I like it. And uh, I had a gift card. Me too. And it's been cold. And after last week's episode, you did. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm extremely proud. After of you. last week's episode, I said I'm going to learn to tie a fly. Yep. So I went to Tuck Fly Shop, and I bought a vice. Bought you a vice. Nice little vice too. It's a, it's a nice. It's a great little beginner vice. Mm-hmm. And uh, we came home at night. No, it was the next night. Mm-hmm. Might have not done it Friday night. Did we? Did we do it Friday night? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, we did it Friday. Yeah. I came home you Friday came night. Late Friday night. Late Friday night. Kids went to bed. Yeah. And I tied a fly, ladies and gentlemen. You did. It's not I'm a terrible impressed. fly either. It's not. It's a perfect little greeny weenie. It'll catch fish. Yeah. After you told me my first fly wouldn't catch fish. I, I lied. Now, I didn't choose like a very difficult fly to tie. But let's be honest here, too, okay? I'm listening. Okay. Go ahead. This so was a cool you, experience. You, it was fun. You, you did a great job of tying your very first fly. Reese, I love you, but if you chew on my new boots, we're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> I have my, I am rocking my new rain boots tonight. They're I so like fun. It. Yep. Go ahead. So um, keep going. So you tied a greeny weenie, but let's be, uh, like. I mean, you you I, told me what I to pretty do. Pretty much. I pretty much moved your hands for you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On that first one, the so. second one I did. The second one you did, which is much not as good. The no, second one's not as good because no. I kind of modified. You got it. a little. You got a little thread happy. But you at least showed me the basic yeah. skills to. Mm-hmm. Get some chenille on the hook and yep. tie it up. And, you got, you and, got the greeny weenie down. And the whip finish, I did pretty well. You mastered a whip finish. Very what was quickly. your tip, I man? Was proud. You were like, make it a four, and I could see the four. Yeah. And, uh, and I was backwards four. You, you create the triangle. And yeah, my whip to finish tool comes in. Uh, I've ordered one, and it comes yeah. in tomorrow. So during the national championship game tomorrow night, that's my plan. Why are we whipping up that? Dude, why don't we have a national championship see, fly tie night? Yeah, you don't have a TV in here. Oh, we could make this, this happen. Room. That's but, not hard. But we're, we, we're gonna, we could put a fly time bench in the big room. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna make that happen, and like and it. it's fun, and and so since it's then, cool in it. 
so <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so since then, in the uh, infamous forty-eight hours, yeah, uh, time that you have been a t- fly tire. I don't know if I consider myself since a fly tire. Since now we have but. a boat, you didn't. You had to have something new to kind of go down the rabbit hole in. I think it's so. Now I'm getting nothing but tying videos all the time. Hey, you think I can do this? Hey, hey, you think I can try this one out? Oh, we'll to, hey, what do I need for this one? Oh, man, I think I can tie this one up. I have to know which video to trust, so I'm just trusting you to leave. And that's true. There's a lot of YouTubers out there that toss stuff. You that, went. We're going to post the picture. Sally got a great picture. She got a whole video, but I don't yeah, know if the video will fit video, on the Instagram, but it might. We need to just but post the, the picture. The, uh, you went like fourth grade teacher style back in your days. Oh, absolutely. You, if you don't know, Caleb taught fourth grade for yep. what, two years? One uh, year, two years? Year, fourth grade for one year, sixth grade yeah. for another year. Anyway, he taught for like two years, and he went like straight teacher mode. And he was really good at it, like it was walking fun. me through it. And uh, it was impressive. I, I, it, it, it was one of those moments as a teacher where the student gets it, and it's just like that aha moment. And it's like, oh, hey, you know, all this effort I put into teaching this kid paid off. I they enjoyed it. got it. And, and you did. You did a great job. And now I'm kind of like. I, I'm, I'm ready. You ready to roll? I told you it's it's a. <laughs> and I haven't even I haven't even cast these flies habit. to fish yet. <laughs> yep. But I, I get to thinking like me and my wife we stay up pretty late at our house. Yeah. So we don't we don't go to bed early. And I got to thinking like you'll be able to knock some out all this time at night. Yeah. Because I could probably like do it on my coffee table maybe. Angle yeah, might wanna, be a little. You want to try to get a good angle might be a little yeah, off. Yeah. I mean, ideally, need a big table. I mean, no, not necessarily. I mean, I tie in here and at my desk. You see Gee, my that. desk right over there. Okay. Ideally, chair height. Well, ideally, you just want to keep your stuff in the same place. Yeah, because yeah. you know, kind of gets cumbersome, and you can get a little messy, and get a little. You know, That's right. You start cutting off a bunch of stuff. And you start leaving. We got a good Dyson vacuum. You start, <laughs> you start leaving rabbit hair all over the place. Your wife will have words. So, so I, I'm pretty I'm excited. Proud of I'm excited. You've, I'm you've excited to tie. Flies. Now we've got more stuff to be doing. Which um, means we're even more about to have a tie night here with the dads on the fly. So heads up, dads on the fly tie night. We've it's got coming. We're, the, two the, or three people the, are already it's, interested. It's, it's in the works. If you are interested and you are local, if you're interested in a dads on the fly, fly tying night, hit us up. We're, we're It's in the works. We and don't we, have a date. We don't have a location yet, <laughs> but we know it's happening. But we have an idea. Oh, yeah. And that's all we need. And... Ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind that if you get a... We may do a YouTube video, you tie and fly. Yeah, we might do that. This is a non-professional... This is like the real world, people. That's oh, yeah, what makes us what yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're figuring if out we do we a go, man. Tie, if we do a fly tie night here, then it's going to be like... This is not going to be a 400,000 follower, you know, t- like YouTube video, like some of these ones I study. This is going to oh, be gosh, the... No. This is going to be yeah. some novices. It's like that show on MTV, like that old school show on MTV, like the real world. You know, like we're like, we're definitely like the, not anything like we're that like show. A, I hope like, it's just real. Like, <laughs> Maybe the premise, but yeah, yeah. it's like a doc. You know, we're, it's like, like, we're like reality TV yes, flash. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's not staged. <laughs> yeah, that's okay? true. Yeah, we're it's not, not staging this. We, yeah. we are novice, non-expert dudes showing everybody they can tie. Yep. So I got in this conversation with a buddy of mine today, and he okay. says all he does is tie his own flies. Yeah. And uh. He well, settled. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, this he, he settled down on like eight fly. to twelve patterns. Yeah, drives and nymphs. Yeah, so that's another thing I think when I'm gonna get into this time thing. I told you I was like I kind of got a maybe like five. Yeah, nymphs I want to try for this winter month, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to do some drives maybe. Yeah, eventually. That's a that's a plus. I think you know if you uh, can kind of narrow in your focus on learning a few patterns, a few basic patterns, really well. 
you'll be in good shape. My worry is that you told me that the parachute was a little hard, and all my drives pretty much have yeah. parachutes on them because I, I have to see it. Yeah, it's hard at first, but you'll you'll get there. You'll learn it. It, it, you picked up the wet finish so quick. If I don't, you'll just tie them because you've already said you're not yeah, buying flies. I'm not buying flies. Which means I'm not buying flies either. Yep. You're just going to tie enough for both of us. But now I can at least, but see, now I can at least tie the, the simple ones and you can yeah. just work on the. I got this you can plan. Do, you can do our simple little. <laughs> I got like this it. plan. You know, I'll tie the greeny weenies and the hare's ears and the things that are like squirmies and egg patterns and you can handle all the intricate stuff. That's good. Well, hey, man, this has been a good little intro into kind of what's been going on with our week here recently. We're excited for what we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, what is that, Joshua? What are we What are we tackling here? So here's evening? what we did. We uh, big shout out to Jason Murray, our buddy. Yeah. Okay. Jason's he has he's the admin for the Fly Fishing North Fishing Carolina. North Carolina Facebook, Facebook group. group. Yeah, it's a cool group. If you're not it, in, it's, you should it's join. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Great conversation. And uh, what we did was we said we were going to try to do a hot topics in fly fishing. Mm-hmm. That's what I told you I wanted to do. Yeah. But so I just threw out a Facebook post in that group about some hot topics. Yep. The hottest topic is a no-brainer. We're going to get to that. Yeah, we're going to cover that at the end. We're going to cover that we're gonna talk toward about the end. Spot burning. So, so don't at the leave end. us if you're in the episode. We're going to talk about spot burning and our opinion on it. Yep. And I think what we're going to do with these topics is we're going to give you the dads on the flies opinion. Yeah, which we'll so is not a quick opinion. Yeah, not going to be uh you know, remember we're not experts. We're not Absolutely biologists. Not. We're not whatever. So just keep that in mind. So hot takes on hot topics and fly yep. fishing. Yeah. I like it. So we're going to take a quick break. And when I like we come it. back, we are going to start covering dads on the fly hot takes on fly fishing hot topics. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Dads on the Fly. We hope this episode has inspired and encouraged you as a parent or angler as we wade through fishing and parenting on the fly. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Dads on the Fly and shoot us a message as we always love to hear from you. If you are interested in any Dads on the Fly merchandise, you can find it there as well. Send us a message and we'd be happy to supply you with stickers or Dads on the Fly t-shirts. If you found this podcast helpful or entertaining, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, tight lines. back episode 22 dads on the fly hot takes on hot topics and apparently breaking news ladies and gentlemen it's not breaking news i wanted your opinion on this okay here we go former college football player you are right all right yep okay so here's the current situation going on in the nfl let's hear it i'm out of the loop the chargers and raiders are played yes okay all right the winner gets a playoff spot yep or or this is the big oh order. oh yeah okay I do if know they this. would have tied if they would just play to tie yeah they would both get in like so literally they could have took knees the whole game the entire game <laughs> tied it out tied at zero zero went to overtime tied at zero zero and they would have both got in but instead they're playing the Raiders are winning by six yeah I could care less about who wins I have no real interest in either one just to would me it's you, the most fascinating scenario have played like just created a well, Call if, the other team and been like well, hey the guys, Steelers get in up. if they don't tie. Yeah. So like, how much money or like did Ben Roethlisberger or the Steelers going to send? Like, what kind of president are they going to send whoever wins this game? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. It's just a crazy scenario. That is crazy. Like, that is wild. No other world I could ever think of. Yeah. Where you like 
That's interesting. Literally could have just stared at each other. And both made it in the playoffs. And what would the fans would have done? Like it would have, oh, gosh. Can you imagine? But they you think about been. it. The fans would have wanted him in the playoffs. Yeah, but the, you tell them might have been a game <laughs> so to watch crazy. them tie it up. That would be nuts. It's wild. wild. So that is crazy. There's a hot take for you. There's I think there should be no overtime. I just think there should be no well, ties in the NFL. That's just my opinion. It's just hard. Yeah, I agree. All right, ties. let's start with hot take number one. Let's hear it. Fly Fishing World. Fly Fishing World hot takes. Here we go. Number one is how – this is kind of a big one to start with. Maybe we shouldn't start with this one. Uh, just go for it. Okay. How do we take better care of the water? So this is big in fly fishing world. And this is this is it's big, big everywhere. Everywhere, really. yeah. And especially – I mean, one of the things I love about where we live, Haywood County – all of the water in Haywood County starts. It originates here. Yeah. So all the rivers that we fish, that we love, they all originate here. And so this is a super um, important topic for me because I think it's something vitally important that we make sure we take care of our local water to preserve it because I want my kids to be able to go out and do what I'm doing right now. All right. So I think we get to – the first thing out of the way is you you got to try to eliminate pollution. Yeah. Before, no matter where you are. I try to pick up trash when I go. We do that. Yeah. We pick up trash. If I see, yeah, I mean, you know, we go to DH Water sometimes. You see worm buckets, worm things. Worm buckets can be a problem. Cans, stuff uh, like that, snacks. Another thing trash. I've tried to really do better of, mm-hmm. and I didn't know, I'll, I'll confess, confessions yeah, with Joshua here. Let's hear it. When I was a beginner angler, mm-hmm. I feel like I would maybe sometimes cut tip it and not stuff it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So like now, like, if you I, pull a liter off and it, so I, I try to I try to wrap my leaders yeah. now and yeah, stick them in my waiter pocket mm-hmm. or in my sack yep. in my sack in my pack pack satchel <laughs> whatever yeah. satchel go, with the words on the fly pack my fly pack yeah so I try to do that now yep. more um, stuff in my pocket even if yep. I'm wet waiting yep yeah uh, I really try to leave no leave no trace is a big thing yeah it's huge mm-hmm. and uh, it just protects the entire like yeah. You know, I'm not a biologist, and that was my worst subject. But, like, ecosystem, is that what we say? Yeah. Ecosystem, yeah. just the Just taking care of the river. Yep. In any way we can. Yeah. And so, for me, that's one I've tried to do better of. Yep. Um, you know, if you're a smoker, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, you like a cigar on the side of the river. I, I'll be honest. We don't do well with that one. Uh, well. No, we no, do better. I, I we do better I, with that one. I, I've tried to do better. Yeah. Well, we, like, we joke all the time, our favorite bug repellent when we're on the water is a... Little, it's a little, little swisher little sweet. sweet cigar. Yeah. And, and we got to uh, do better without throwing those in the river. Just I, well, like I just make sure. Yeah, that's what I've done now. Like, I, I take the butt out of that and put just it stick it in a, stick it in, you know, yeah. wet it. Those little things make wet a difference. It. Yeah. And throw it in my, throw it in my pocket. Um, So those are like the non-pollution I have things. to make sure to clean out my pockets when I get yeah. home. I think those are the the basic. Yeah. Just, yeah. Don't pollute. I mean, just. I mean, can't. I mean, obviously, guys. I mean. Any kind of litter is a no-brainer to me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we don't we don't do that. No, we've never done that. I mean, yeah. never would. And I encourage people to pick up. We do. We pick up a lot like, when you can. We can hold it. You found it. Yeah. Um, but Another one thing, thing we learned. I mean, go ahead. I kind of knew about this, yeah. but then uh, we, you got in a cool discussion with a guy. On I got Facebook a cool discussion with a guy on Facebook. Um, uh, I can try to find his name. One of the things you see a lot of times at the river, especially like big swimming holes and stuff like that. It's like Bailey Stone is the name of the yeah. guy. I got uh, yep, thanks, Bailey. Um, is the big rock stacks. The rock stacks. And they, they're, it's a big tourist thing. Yeah. And I'll confess, I have, my kids did that when they were little. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. It was not a big deal. We yeah. talk about it now. But those big rock stacks, like, you, you got to think they're really, um, killing a lot of the bug life. 
they're messing up the habitat. I know a big like like there's a um, hellbenders species. The yeah, hellbenders here, are here, here in they live under the rock waters. Yeah, those yep. hellbenders. Um, they're so cool if you've ever seen one. I've never seen one. Yeah, we caught one one year at Kids on the Creek. We were down there oh, for school. Cool. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean we and and the reason we want to do that is because the healthier the the river is in general. The better the fishing is going to be. I mean, let's, let's be, I mean that's not my only well, reason for doing old, it. That's a great way to look reason. at it. But when we look at it, is like the healthier the river is, the better the fishing is going to be. Yes. I mean, if we want if we want a healthy ecosystem, then trout are going to eat. Trout are going to. You know, it's just there's so it's, many it's aquatic bugs, yeah. other things that live in those rivers. Yeah. Um, and again, this is just our humble opinion, but yeah, it's also crazy. Super important. Don't just get into this discussion with uh, Mr. Stone here online. The number of visitors, you know, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is the most, most visited, visited national park national park in the in the world in the nation in the country. Yeah, yeah. I mean in America. Yeah, and you know, trying to educate people when they come and do that, how they treat the river when they're playing, and it's great. Bring your kids, splash in the river, shoot, yeah, uh, swim, tube, flip over tubes. You know, have a big time. Yeah, um, just understand those rocks are important. Yep, and they they do. You know, it would be like moving your house. <laughs> yeah. You don't want somebody to come yeah. just move no, your house, right? our houses, yeah. yeah. For sure. There's bugs in there important. So, so I think that's that was important. one of the... Yeah. Making sure we take care of the water. Taking care of the the, the environment is huge for... And, and I think the cool thing, too, that, that I want to make sure people who don't fish understand, and everybody I've had run-ins with does this, but I feel like the biggest proponents of taking care of the water are anglers are people who are consistently fishing and using the water. I, I feel like, you know, a lot of times, like sometimes hunters and fishers get a bad rap for, cause you know, they're whatever people would call it inhumane or whatnot. Yep. But I think really the people who are fishing and hunting the most are really the people who are taking care of the environment the most. Yeah, because which, we want to... Which led to another question we got was, is catch our, and release fishing humane? Oh, man. That's a fun one. We kind of think it is. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I, you know, people are always like, well, the fish is like, you know, flopping around trying to... Um, dude, fish don't breathe like humans do. They're not gasping for air like we do. Yep, it's it's a not good point. the same thing. Um, but, you know, to the same way we get that question, is, I... I uh, this kind of leads into another question we, we're going to... thing we're going to discuss is... We've, we've talked about this a lot on this podcast. Fly fishing lends itself to an elitist yeah. type of client sometimes. Absolutely. I think, it, I yeah. think it did. I think it's changing, I think it's changing in my opinion. Yeah. I seem like, like it's changing. I mean, we got into it. We're first. Definitely not elitist. <laughs> Far from elite. <laughs> yeah. And I think because some of the fly shops that were the original ones were very geared more toward the wealthy, I guess, yeah. is a way to look at it. Maybe. Wealthier clientele, maybe. Wealthier yeah. clientele. And so it leads more to sort of an elitist attitude, which in some ways also leads to this elitist of you should only be a catch and release fire fly fisherman. Mm -hmm. We, 90% of our fly fishing, probably 95. Uh, yeah. I is catch and release. Yeah. However, we are not opposed to catching and keeping and eating fish. I love trout. Yes. They taste delicious. Yes. And we would not be opposed to doing that. Absolutely not. Under the regulations that are out there. Absolutely. Um, you know, you got your hatchery supported waters. Mm -hmm. You've got your DH water that becomes hatchery supported in the got, summer. You got wild water. You got wild water that fish can be really tasty. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. You can, trout. You can catch, delicious. you can keep those fish over a certain length. Over a certain um, length. Certain you know, limit. I think they had to be eight, nine, eight, seven, eight, eight, something like that. Eight eight, seven, it used to be seven. We don't worry about it because we don't keep fish in the park ever. But uh, so we don't want to sit here and me and you talk and say that you have to be a catch-only yep. fisherman. And one of the things I see, especially on social media sometimes, um, is you, you – the best way to say this. Some, somebody sent us a message. I'll use their wording. They were like, don't be, don't be a fly fishing Karen. Like, don't be the person that calls everybody else. <laughs> like, don't be the person that's like, uh, you shouldn't be doing it that way. Like, you, you should know better. Come but, on. You got to be better than that. And not only that, I'm not against people spinnerfishing that want to spinnerfish for trout. When it, where it's legal, go for it. Well, and as long as you're following the rules, it's great. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Fired up. I think what you need to understand is the rules, the regulations are in place for a reason. Yeah. There are many times I have been on a blue line wild stream, and there's been a guy spinnerfishing. Mm-hmm. But he's not really, he's using a single hook. Artificial lure. Artificial lure. Technically. And he's legal. Yeah. And he wants to catch his four fish and go home and eat them. Fired up. And that's great. Yep. And I'm never going to judge him. Yep. What bothers me is, and I think most of us speak to this, you folks do it already. If you're going to be a spinner fisherman, mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Go spin fish. But don't leave stuff all over the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah, that's take care of it. Take just pick yeah. up your stuff. Yeah. Or if you're fishing with worms and corn or whatever, just don't leave it laying there. Yeah. I think that's the problem that fly fishermen tend to get, maybe. Yeah. Um, with other people. For sure. But I do not want to think in doing this podcast and listening to other people's podcasts. Mm-hmm. I have a podcast I listen to a lot. I would recommend it to you. It's called Wade Out There. Yeah. Um Got his our, our buddy Jason gave us a review and we gave him a review too. Yeah. For his podcast. Uh, most of the people he talks to, and a lot of times they're guides, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that are doing this for a living. They all say they got to start dunking worm. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody gets their start that I'm way. I'm reading a book right now. Uh, I got a new book for you. Reading a book right now. What's yeah. the name of the book? Oh, gosh. The, oh, shoot. If you hadn't asked me, I could have told you. Something about. The something virtue of fly fishing. Okay. I'll give it to you. When Sounds I'm, cool. I'm done with it. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm one chapter in, so just getting started. But he talks about that in the first chapter. Like, I mean, he's an old guy. He's been fly fishing for fifty something years, but he got to start with a. He, he literally got to start with a stick, a hook, a line, and digging for worms. I feel so, like I mean, we talked like, about this not? on our first yeah. episode. Yeah, we I mean, started. This is, the first time we ever caught trout was in Cherokee on corn and worms. Yeah, yeah. with spinach. Yeah, blast, and it's awesome. Go do it if that's what you want to do. Go do it. So. um but just make sure you're within the regulations. And if you're a fly fisherman, don't call people out and think you're better than them because you fly fish and they don't. No, I don't care to see them fishing that way. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I think it's great. At all. But just do what we talked about. Take exactly. care of the water. If you can, you're going to need the water to fish in it. Yep. And we got to be people. I will argue. I mean, I've made this statement on this podcast. My, my statement was when I was catching fish on spinning rods, Oh, I'll never fly fish. I made that statement. Until you fly fish. Yeah. So I, I always <laughs> challenge them. You said last year you'd never tie a fly. You've tied flies now. Now I'm tied, well, I'll tie two. Um, but I, I tell people like, hey, just go fly fishing with me one time. Yeah. Or just catch a fish on a fly rod mm-hmm. one time. And you know, some people might do it and still be like, nah, I'll just stick with That's fine. Yeah. But for me, it's not going to be fine. Yeah. That, I should have said that last 2022. That should have been one of my things. 
I will not catch a fish this year without a fly rod. Like, I just, because I don't go anywhere without it. Yeah. Now, my 10 car rod's still considered a fly rod. Yeah, it's sure. kind of cheap, but maybe, yep. maybe not. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I, I don't want to be an elitist, and we are more than, sorry, I'm having a little headphone issue here. No, you're fine. Um, we are more than happy to, we, I hope people listen, I would love people to listen to our podcast that are not just fly fishermen. Yeah, sure. Well, we hope, I hope we talk about more than. Yeah, we don't want to like I mean, exclude anybody. Said, yeah, for sure. We want to be, we want to see you on the river. We are equal opportunity. Anglers. Fishermen, anglers, yeah, no worries. Yep. So that was another thing. Just like, yeah, that's good. don't try to be, I think fly fishing leads itself to elitist. Yeah. And this Boy, is where, careful. another thing I want to talk about that wasn't even on our list. Okay. But I remembered it right yep. now. All right. Hit it. And then we got one last one that's probably going to eat up the rest of our time. Probably so yeah. go for it. The social media aspect of fly fishing right All now. right. Let's yeah. hit it. Yeah, go. The social media aspect of fly fishing right now is, if you don't catch... 30 fish in certain waters, right? Yeah. And you have to post a picture of this 30-inch fish mm-hmm. or three-pound brown trout, then you're not a successful angler. Yeah. Do, do you get that feel? Something? Yeah, totally. I think I think social media in some ways has ruined the expectations of what fly fishing It's just like be. some of the... Fly time pages you told me to go follow. Oh gosh, yeah. So they gotta look just I mean, like they're this. cool. They're awesome. But yeah, they but the fish like don't that. care. <laughs> our buddy, yeah. our buddy, he's our buddy. He wouldn't even know me. But the guys we like, you know, the blue line fly guys we like that yeah. put all the videos out while flying. Yeah. I mean, he, he has a great podcast. He's like, yeah, fish don't care. Yeah. Learn to just tie it, catch fish. Yep. And in the same way, if you go fishing, right, and you go to the Great Smoky Mountains Park mm-hmm. or a blue line or a wild stream, right. Mm-hmm. And you catch four, three, two, four, five, six wild fish that are solid, then just have at it. Yeah. No, That's a good day. Anymore. Depending on time and stuff, and time of year. Yep. Like you don't have to go catch 30 fish. Yeah. Yeah. In some ways, social media has ruined that because people like get on there and they're like, oh man, look at all these great things. And, and don't get me wrong, I mean, I sh- we share pictures of our catches all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's awesome if you're out there catching those big fish. Yeah. I'm not downgrading all no, that. Great. And I, I'm, not degra- I'm not downgrading like sharing pictures of it. Like share your stories. Those are great. I, I, we share our stories all the time. But understand when you go to social media to look at fishing stuff, just like in everything else with social media, you are looking at the highlights of people. A lot of people aren't telling the story of the grinding it out three days in, not catching any fish, and set your expectation to what fishing is really about. We're going to tie that. For me, we're going to tie that back into fatherhood in a minute. Okay, for me, fishing is not about. This is going to sound stupid. Fly fishing for me is not about catching fish. Not anymore. No. It's I what think it, got me hooked. It started that way, but for me, it's not anymore. But it has become something for me to where fly fishing is not about catching fish. That book I was telling you about, uh, he quotes, he, he has a quote in there, and I was going to read it. It's from Henry David Thoreau. He says, many, fishing, many go fishing all their lives without knowing that it is not fish that they are after. Yeah. And that sums it up for me now. Like, that is my life when it comes to angling. It's like that great quote I have on our uh, video I did of when we went to Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I fished for... I don't even know what this says. It's about companions and your fishing trips. And yeah. Like, 
you know, and the people you fish with. Yeah. So to me, yeah, that's totally all over it. And I think just relating the um, fatherhood aspect to the social media, like, yeah. sometimes that's the same thing. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody posts their kids throwing tantrums. No. I mean, right? No, I hope not. Very yeah, rarely, not right? Post mine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nobody posts their They post them like they stage up their kid. Look, yeah. look how good exactly. I am a daddy the today. Yeah, post the highlights. Yeah, the highlights, right? And so we don't sometimes get into the ugly stuff on social media, yeah. which is... The grind. You know, yeah, the grind. The parenting's hard. <laughs> Embracing um, the suck. Yeah. Embracing the, the, yeah. the stuff. Parenting's hard, stuff. folks. Yeah. And uh, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. So in talking about where those 20-inch to 30-inch fish live. All right. Right? Yeah. So this was the hot topic on the Facebook This book. is when you posted it. I, my favorite thing was when you posted. Some guy. So we're going to talk We're gonna talk about spot burning. Spot burning. Let's which, define what spot burning is. So spot burning is basically getting online, social media, or even just by word of mouth, sharing a spot, sharing fishing spots, like yeah. spots on the river, spot certain rivers, names of rivers, this where hole. they're located. I mean, you want to be that correct, yeah, I mean, you can be that specific, I guess. That's spot burning. Your GPS coordinates? Yeah, yeah. I mean, some people do that. In, Longitude, latitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a hot top. Like, when you posted on that, like, my favorite thing was, like, some of the guys were like, I'm, I'm breaking out the popcorn. Like, yeah, I'm some guys put, comments. I'm just here for the comments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the deal. I, so, the reason I brought it up is because I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Like, I think starting the podcast us together has just made me listen to more podcasts mm-hmm. a i want to try to make our podcast as cool as other people's and yeah make ours better get we ideas from and, others yeah, yeah. And learn from others and then two is just to see what other people are talking about around mm-hmm. the country in mm-hmm. fly fishing yeah so i listen to a lot of podcasts that are based out west one out of pennsylvania some others that are local like one on the ozarks i mean it's they all talk about spot burning a lot yeah it's like a hot topic Oh yeah, I mean, they, there's a lot of those podcasts. Like they bleep out the names of rivers. They they do. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So let's get you. You go first. Okay. So here's your, my your take on spot burning. Then I'll give you mine. I'll give you my hot take on spot burning. This is unedited, folks. I have no idea what he's going to say. Yeah. And 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 I and I listened. Like I was looking at some of the comments that people were making, and I think some people made some really really good points on that Facebook post. Um, it, and it kind of made me rethink some of my thoughts probably. Yeah, it was a great discussion um, wish, about it. We should do it more often. Yeah, I agree. We, Thank we're you. Have to All do that. Yeah, thanks to everybody who participated who in that. Participated. That was really cool. Um, we learned a lot, I felt like. Thanks for Jason for letting us put the post out there. Yeah, He's yeah. the admin thanks of the group. That. Yeah. yeah. We, we need to get it out there to some more groups probably too. Um, because of the internet, and because of books, even. Can you technically even call it spot burning? There, there, is, there is so much information out there. Now, now maybe, to, maybe to a sense, okay? I can get on here and I can name a creek. And I can say, I have caught fish in this creek. Yep. Most of these creeks that I name are miles and miles and miles long. That's a good point. So how can you say I burned a spot? I, I think, okay, let's stop right there. Okay. Because I think that was one of the comments that I read. Mm-hmm. The one, I'm just going to pull them up. Yeah, the one ahead. person made a great comment, yeah. and it said, 
And, you know, I'm just going to try to find a read it. But before, before I try to find a read it, um, there was one topic, the difference between, like, stock streams and DA streams now, versus Wall Street. I love that. I that got great. a lot of yeah, got to talk. A lot I, th- of I think that's a great rule. So, so kind of going. So into explain that his bit. rule. So that guy's rule was like hatchery supported DH streams, streams that are made to attract tourists, basically, or people who not not even tourists, but but streams that are made for. I mean, like the state has designated them as like hey, the West Fork of the Pigeon, fish. guys. Yeah, the West Fork of the Pigeon, the Tuckasegee, the, 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 the Like these are they're. They're promoted by the state to go fish there. Any fly shop west of Charlotte is going to know those places. They're going to have a board that tells you what fly to go use on If you Google fly fishing Western North Carolina, those are all going to pop up. I mean, the Nana Halo, all those streams are going to pop up. That's going to happen. They're going to be there. So you're not burning spots. And that's what the guy said. You're not burning spots when they ask about those things. Yep. The one, I can't find it, but the one person... One guy said something about like it's like a ten mile, 10 mile radius. radius. Yes, yeah, like I'm saying, looking for hey, that go comment. To, go to, right like now. it's in this within this area, and he gave them a ten mile radius, and they had to go find it. They had to figure it out themselves. Yeah, I so think that's a cool is, way to look at it. There is a plus to that, and I'll be honest: some of the most fun trips I've had with you, and you get probably a bigger kick out of this than I do, but I still think it's fun. Is when you go pull up a map, and you're like, "Hey, we're gonna go hit this section from here to here." On the stream, you know, you've pulled up Google Maps or whatever. You've highlighted, you've sent it to me. You're like, this is what we're going to do. And then we go and we're successful there. Yeah, and or we, we had one time we there. went and were successful. Yeah, we had one time we gone in there and it sucked. We went a blue line the other day. Yeah. Went down in a ravine and did catch anything. We busted our tails to try to We hiked in and we didn't catch anything. We, we mountain climbed out. <laughs> but it's because we said we always want to do that stretch of water. Exactly. So we did it in the same way. Back in May, we were on a DH water, mm-hmm. and this DH water is pretty large. Yep. And we went up to the top of the trailhead and got in a different spot. We felt like we were catching wild fish. Mm-hmm. And they 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 seemed like wild fish. Yeah. It was still classified DH. Yeah. But it didn't get as much pressure up there. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so we went. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we went up there and we had never done that spot either. Mm-hmm. And ah, I can't find this comment. It's really making me mad. But. Everybody just says, folks do their own homework. Yeah. I think if you if you just want to catch fish, yeah, right? Like if that's, I just want to go and catch fish. It, just hit a DH that, or yeah, hatchery support that, a stream. And maybe, that, maybe that's how I should kind of, I mean, if you got to, if, it, I guess it here depends it on who's it's, asking the it's question. My buddy, <laughs> it's, it's my friend, Mr. Stone here. Yeah. When people ask me about a spot, I give a 10-mile radius or a landmark. If you can find it, good for you. If you can't, look harder. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good rule. I mean, like, you know, like we live right here at the Pigeon. It's a hatchery-supported water right yeah, here at the park. Grief. I mean, they're not burning. I don't think that's You're what people are referring to. I think people get upset when you've worked hard to go to a stream and fish that stream. You know fishers. See, here's my thing, though, that I have. I didn't give my personal take. Yeah. I don't really like going to the same spot twice. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless, yeah. like, if I'm floating, like, okay, yeah, we're floating the tuck, right, the DH water yeah. with our new boat. We're floating that same river. I mean, you can't burn spots there. No. I mean, there's going to be four other guide boats on the, you can see where they're fishing. Mm-hmm. 
I think bigger than that is just how do you handle other anglers on the river, which yeah. we could go into another episode. But let, let's take a stream in the park. We won't name one. Okay. We'll bleep it out. The well, bleep well, stream. Let's, okay. Let's, well, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So yeah. we go get on a trail mm-hmm. at the bleep stream. <laughs> we don't have a, we're not technically, we're not going to spend too much time bleeping this. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. I'm just going to say the bleep stream, right? So we get in the water. Yeah. Let's take the last time we went to the park in like July and during okay. COVID. Like yeah. we had that yeah, really big day, right? We yeah. hiked up. Okay. Mm-hmm. We haven't been back there. Mm-hmm. Not that I wouldn't. I would go back. But it's a, it's a public stream. Yeah. If there are, there's a website. There are multiple websites and books there about are fishing. So I have many a books. I got a book for Christmas park. about fishing the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. Yeah. So there's not really anywhere in the park, which is our favorite place to wade mm-hmm. fish, mm-hmm. that's not noted. Yeah. So if somebody calls me and says, "Hey, I want to go catch these fish," yeah. I don't really care to tell them. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to put it on social media. Yeah. I, and I, I guess and here's maybe, that's, maybe that's what people don't like is when people get on sp- social media and they're like, caught these specs at this location. Yes. The reason I would not do that is because I don't want non, like we talked about in the first part of the podcast, non taking care of the water, catch and release fishermen to go in there and maybe take those fish out. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. No, that makes perfect sense. But I'm still not necessarily sure, like you said at the beginning, with all the information out there. Like now, our buddy Mr. Sug we had on, to, yep. the, he probably still knows some streams that aren't necessarily well, documented. He's fished a thousand of them. Yes, I mean, and so there are some out there. Yeah, and if you have one that runs in your grandfather's acreage that he had, great. Yeah, then keep it hidden. And yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. But for me. And like we've talked about, if one of my buddies calls me up tomorrow and he's like, "Hey man, I want to go fish near this area in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park," I'm probably going to tell him what. I'll probably tell him where to put in. Yeah, I'll probably tell him what. In some ways, I can tell him a tree. (laughs) I mean, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, not exactly, but I could. I mean, that the ones I know better. This beaver dam, and then you want to get in the water. (laughs) I mean, the ones I know better. Yeah, Yeah, totally. The ones I've fished more. Yeah, but see, that's the other thing. I think for me. After I've fished a stream four or five times, I mean, I want to go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, the even with the boat, we're already talking about four mm-hmm. or five different streams this mm-hmm. summer. We found another one this week looking up where we're going to go yeah. and just learning about those. And yeah. We may have to drive 45 more minutes, yeah. but that's just me. Yeah. I don't want to – that's just my opinion. I don't want to fish the same stream over and over yeah. again. But if you have a spot you love, you don't want anybody to know it, Yeah, I think it's great. You shouldn't put it out there. Mm-hmm. But when somebody says my spot is burned, like, what does I, that actually mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, unless it's, I mean, you got two kinds of water in North Carolina. You got private water and public water. Mm-hmm. And if it's public water, I mean, it's not really your spot, boys. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe it is, and I may get a lot. It's, we may we're, we're, we may we're, lose, we're lose listeners. Lose half our listeners. After this I don't know. I want your guys' opinion. I, yeah, if you're listening to this and you have a hot take or an opinion on this. Please shoot us a message. Let us know. We want to hear. We, we're wanting to learn. Too. Yeah, I'm not an expert. I'm just yeah, saying. Exactly. I mean, this is my humble opinion. I have no problem sending people to water. No. I don't. Like, directly. Because it's like I always. I'm not, it's like you said, though. I'm not going to share with the world. No. But my, I don't know. My confidence says, yeah, send them. They can't catch my fish. 
Some of them. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. That's just. Yeah. That's just my deal. And that's my thing too. Like, just because you people are in fishing your area, they, there's still a lot to learn to be able to catch those fish. I mean, folks, when we started doing this, we'll, we'll just be real honest. When I started fly fishing, what was it? Foster was a baby, right? It's been yeah, like eight or nine been, years. I mean, we, we went started, the first time like nine years ago. 2014. Yeah, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. It was nine years ago. Foster was a baby. First day we yeah, ever went, we left yeah, him with Sally. He was crawling That's right, pretty yeah. much, right? That's right, yeah. We went to the West Fork of the Pigeon. Mm-hmm. It's a DH water. Yep. There's no secret there. Everybody fishes it, guides it. It's, it's, yeah. But when we first started, there was no parking lot at the bridge. Mm-hmm. There was, it was a very different fishery than it is now. Oh, yeah, totally. And so, do I hate that I can't? If I know I'm going up there and I want to see people now, it's yeah, not my problem. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. If I only have an hour and I want to go catch some stock Stockers, trout, yeah, I'll do it. For it. And I want to try a new rod or throw mm-hmm. a cast or work mm-hmm. on my casting. I, I'm not upset. It doesn't bother me that more people are fly fishing. No. So that, that'll never be my case. Yeah. I, I would rather more people fly fish and let's all have fun together. Yeah, I agree. And if I only catch four fish instead of 14, like you said, we're not in it just to catch a bunch of fish. Yeah. But some people, maybe they are. And yeah. that's okay. I don't know the right answer or the wrong answer. Yeah. I don't either. I think, I think my, so, so as we've had this conversation, maybe my mind's even continuing to change. But but I think I have no issue because I knew for me like learning how to fish in the park, like learning how to fish certain places that we've gone to fish in the park. We got a lot of that information from people that we talked to. The first time I got taken to the park to fish, which I've talked about on this podcast before, we went to a stream that was right beside a road. It's in the park. You can drive all the way up. Yeah, there. And, but a guy told you about it. He took me. Yeah, and and we've learned a lot from that same guy, like about other areas he, to go check it out. We, he's probably going to be on the podcast eventually. We've already yeah. talked about the episode. He wants to run through the park streams, not tell you spots, but just say, here are the type of fish they're in. Yeah, and, and, and see, I think that's great. I don't, I don't have an issue with that. I don't have an issue with being like, hey, here's the, here's the streams in Cataloochee. Here's the streams in, near Bryson City. Here's the streams near, like, I don't, I don't so really have gotta, an issue with that. Either way, you got to work to get to where we fish. you got to work to get to them. I mean, if you're not willing to work your tail off to go find the fish, to go figure out what they're eating, to go find the right time of day, I mean, there's just so much into it. I mean, it. And folks, so, you get on the webpage. That's my, I mean, it's there. You pull up a map. Yeah. Deep Creek is it's a stream. A, yeah, it's there. <laughs> like, you know I mean, what I mean? It's a big one. It's a long one. People, some of them fish down where the tubes are, yeah. and they match the tube Hatcher patch. supported. <laughs> and, yeah, no, some of great. them fish in the park with the tubes. Oh, yeah. And some people hike up and fish in other spots. Yeah. And some days you may fish the lower part and have a great day. Yep. Some days you might hike up two miles and not catch anything. Yep. Some days you might hike up nine miles. No, I agree. I I don't understand. I guess I do get like, hey, this whole fish, that's fine. Yeah. And and I get the the not posting it on social media. I do get that. I don't do do that. I do get the We don't usually even post where we went. No, I agree. I do get that. Because that can become... I respect overfished. It. Yes. Yeah, you can create areas that are overfished. And I respect when they say when things are. I never post there was on one social. Guy, there was one guy that that a guy post about this who was like, "If you couldn't recognize the picture, yeah, <laughs> like if I take a picture, but I never ask that, people like, oh, great, where'd you catch that fish?' Yeah, I, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. On I mean, I social, don't yeah. because I don't. 
it and it kind of goes back into the whole discussion of what type of fish are we catching, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we had in a couple episodes ago, we were talking about wild versus stockfish. Yeah, I agree. You're not going to go catch 20-inch fish in the park. No. Not regularly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there may be some people who've caught them, and there are probably some people who know. But you know what? To do that, you're probably catching fish in a certain technique. Mm -hmm. It's just like the whole discussion of, well, I'm going to nymph fish because, I know we're getting kind of long on this episode, but it's okay. I'm going to nymph fish because I want to catch more fish, and I want to dry dropper fish because I just want to catch fish on the dry. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. that's me fishing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you fish how you want to. Yeah. If I get ticked and hadn't caught a fish in three hours, then I may want to switch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. But it's just so different, man. There's so much water in North Carolina. Yeah. There's so much water in our country. No, it, yeah, I, I agree. It's not a big deal. Here's yeah. what I don't like doing. I don't. I like to call fly shops. I'd never ask where to put in yeah. or like for my float trips I have like they've helped us the tote guys have helped yeah, us for sure. but like I'll never call and say hey I'm going here should I how high should I hike up or whatever I do that on my own mm-hmm. but I know where the stream I mean you can get on the map look there's see, just go. the maps there's just so many maps and there's yeah. so many streams so I, I don't know maybe in this conversation I'm more like you are what are we really burning here I that's what I want to know for people like I will I will tell you where to go fish. Like, I had a buddy call me. Hey, I want to go catch. Are there fish here? And, you know, he's like, I'm not an expert, but I know where fish are right now because people are catching them in different mm-hmm. parts of water, and and they're telling me about it. That's fine. Yeah. Go have fun. Go fish. It's great. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm the same way. I maybe would, we I just circled around anything. I hope we, we... We probably just you know, wandered to and fro throughout this thing and never like settled on anything. But I think, I think that's where I'm at right now. Like I have no issue sharing where to go fish with somebody. Like personally, like I don't have a problem taking them either. Yeah. Oh gosh. Some people don't want to walk three miles. Yeah. But I'm not going to share it with the world on social media, but I will be happy to to talk to you, you know? No, but they're also where to go. The, the Raiders are going to get in the playoffs, by the way. Nice. It's just a random thing that I come back to. Fine. I can't believe they didn't just take a knee off. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know. You, there's all kinds of ways to look at it. We have kind of determined that dad's on the fly. We're going to, we're going to need help in floating these rivers, right? Mm-hmm. Now that we have our boat. Yeah. We need help. But the only question I ever ask when I ask people is, I need no take-ins. I mean, put-ins, take-outs. What rapids are, and are there hit? any rapids? Like, That's yeah, really what I ask. We need to be I, don't, careful about. I don't call fly shops. I called a couple of fly shops in Tennessee the other day as we're working to our spring trips. Yeah. I didn't say what flies to use. Yeah. I didn't say what techniques to use. I want to figure all that out on my own. Yeah. If I have to do it three different times or four different times or yeah. float it 10 different times. Yep. But for safety purposes, I just want to know, hey, where yeah, should exactly. I put in? <laughs> I mean, are there, is this a private water, private land? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that kind of thing, yeah. right? And I don't think that's, I mean, we're taking care of the water. Mm-hmm. Your people listening are hopefully taking care of the water. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I kind of come back to what you said, and I thought about this when we were talking about this. Like, I, and, and a guy put on the comments like, "I had a place where I was catching all these trout, and I told somebody, and they fished them all out and caught them all out. That stinks." Yeah. And I get that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that kind of fisherman. Yeah. Like, that's just me. And I'm not saying you yeah. can't be that. If you want to go back to your same stream over and over and over again and catch fish, that's fine. The West yeah. Fork of the Pigeon, which we've said as our home, 
it's our closest water. Yeah. So we fished it a ton, yeah. right? We want to see it taken care of, mm-hmm. but I've not fished it much lately. Yeah. I think I got tired of that stream and started going other places. Mm-hmm. So would I rather go another five miles up the road and find a blue line? Maybe mm-hmm. if I have the time. Mm-hmm. So that that's why for me, it's, I don't think I have a spot burning issue because yeah. I'll just go find a new one. Yeah. Now I get that's harder for some people. If yeah, there's only for so sure. many. Yeah, time, like, place, you know, ability to go. Totally understand. Yeah, I get that. But for me, I'll just know I got to go find another spot. Mm-hmm. But like our rivers, we're floating, like we're floating the tuck. We're seeing boats all the time. But I mean, what are, what other river are we going to, I mean, we're going to float the tuck. Yeah. A lot with our we're boat. Gonna float right? We're going to hopefully hit the Nan Halo at some point. We're going to hit I some mean, of these other. We're going to float these waters. Yeah. I mean, that they're their waters. Yeah, I mean, right? they're, like I said, Google fly fishing West North Carolina. It's going to pop up. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about bass fishermen. I mean, bass fishermen are like lake fishermen. I mean, you're still on the lake. Yeah. Like, you're going to know where to take your boat and go yeah. over here and yeah, fish yeah. this pier or this yeah. drop mm-hmm. or this shoal or yeah. whatever. I get all that. Yeah. And in the same way, that can be fly fishing, trout fishermen too. Oh, yeah, same way. Oh, uh, my, my, I got, but, I, mean, friend, I got a good friend. Landings and I got a good outs. friend. He's a great fisherman, and they're like, he's a bass fisherman. They're like, oh man, where are you catching those fish at? And he always like grabs his, puts his finger in his lip, yanks on his lip, and says, I caught him right there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't ask people that. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't ever say, hey, where did you catch these fish? Yeah. I know the, I know the rivers in the park I like. Yep. I know the blue lines I like. Mm-hmm. But I also know there's blue lines I haven't found yet. Yeah. Not that I haven't found. I just haven't gone to. Yeah. Like, I know where they are on the yeah. map. Yeah. Like, when we're on vacation in Banner Elk, we fished the same stream for yep. the last three years. Yep. We love it. Yep. This year, we're thinking about doing a different one. Mm-hmm. But the fly shops that have helped me with that have told me, like, hey, this is where fish are. Because they need to. I yeah. mean, I'm still exploring it on my own. Oh, yeah. And what kind of techniques I'm using. And that's the thing. Like, and, and I think, too. Like, now that I'm tying my own flies, like, hey, can my flies catch fish? Exactly, yeah. And if you tell them a stream, like, I mean, most streams we fish are pretty dang long. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you can be like, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess that's maybe where I'm at. I don't know. But maybe I'm wrong. Hey, we got to wrap this thing up because we, we could talk hear... about this way too long. Uh, go ahead because that's what I was about to say. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Um, what are your th- girls, t- give ladies, us your, gentlemen, give us your experience. fly anglers? Because I know a lot of people get really heated about this issue. And so I want to know, like, what has been your experience with spot burning? Yeah. And if, so, we're, if we're, if wrong, we're wrong, tell us. We, we will, we will come back next week. I mean, week tell us we're wrong. We, we are not like, look, guys, we've said this before. We, this is not a business. We don't Shoot do this yeah. for a living. We're not guides. We're not professional fly fishermen. We're not going to be on the fly fishing team anytime soon. We enjoy fishing. Yep. We enjoy being together. We enjoy talking about fishing. We enjoy talking about fishing. <laughs> we enjoy taking people fishing. Yeah. And we're going to continue to do that. Yep. And North Carolina is a great place to do that. We have a lot of public water. Mm-hmm. And the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is a great place. And there's all kinds of places all over the park to fish. Yep. And, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody when they call me, hey, put in this tree. But I'm going to tell them where to put it on the trail and go. Yep. And, and that's kind of where we're at. We're... Yep. You still got to learn to catch the fish. Yep. Right. And if you're a beginner, it's going to take you time to learn. Mm-hmm. We've learned that. Mm-hmm. And so yep. we, we would love your feedback on this episode. It's been a cool discussion. It's been We've fun. gone yeah. a little longer than we usually do, but, you know, surely you'll enjoy it. We, we had some hot takes. Had a hot take. Yeah. We knew that was going to be the hottest one. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, leave us leave us a comment. Um, get that in a couple of different places. Find us on Dads on the Fly on Instagram. 
Find us on Dazzle and Fly on Facebook. Go to our uh, go to our um, anchor webpage, anchor.fm slash dads on the fly. There you go. Like you can leave us a video or excuse me, a voice comment. Like if we're just completely wrong, I mean, go ahead, call us out. Yeah. Caleb is uh what's your Instagram tag? I mean oh, if she, you, that's probably not Caleb.d.simmons is, yeah, is, is me on Instagram. I'm eight two eight fly guy. We both have Facebook pages. Yeah. Um, I've DM people and then gave my cell phone number. Yep. It's easier for me to sometimes see those. I don't mind talking with anybody about this nope. stuff. And we and I really just want to hear other people's opinions. Yeah. So just I, I want to learn. Just shoot us opinions about that. Some of the other stuff we talked about earlier in the episode, we'd love to hear your opinions about that. Yep. If you're a fly tire, the fly tie night is hopefully coming up. Maybe we'll try to do one in the winter. Um I want to tell everybody to have a great rest of your week. We are uh leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a rating review. Preferably a good one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, if you, <laughs> know, if you, if you, if you totally thought this episode was it, stupid and just, we were like, just ignore screwed like, the whole thing up about Spot Bunny. Just ignore <laughs> But uh, we'd love a review. We'd love a rating. We'd love to make our podcast better for you. I thought this was a cool episode because we got other people's opinions. Absolutely. So do that for us. We hope to do that again. So thanks again for listening to Dads on the Fly. We will see you next time for episode 23.